she opened the oven door and tossed my book inside. When I snuck back into the kitchen a few hours later to retrieve it, the heat from the gaslight had cooked the spine, leaving a smoldering black mark. Thinking about it all, I am ready to burst into tears. If the auburn-haired girl wasn't sitting in my compartment, I would be able to close the door and have a nice cry. But instead, I choke back the tears. What's your name? She asks abruptly. I hate this question, because I always feel the need to offer an explanation after I answer. Bernadette Thompson, but nobody calls me that, except my mom. I hate it, actually. She gave me a rich-sounding name, hoping it would help me get a rich husband. Everyone calls me Bird. It's better that way. Bird! I like that. So where are you headed, Bird? Texas. She laughs. Well, that I figured. We're already in Texas, by the way. You must have slept all through Oklahoma. That's when I got on. You ain't going to Sweetwater, are you? I slowly nod. I didn't even know we were outside of Iowa yet. Me too, she says, and our eyes meet. And before I know it, the tears start streaming down my face. And for a moment, I feel like I'm watching myself from outside of my body, she sits down next to me. What's the matter? Are you nervous about going to Sweetwater? She asks. And then I know why I am crying. I shake my head. It's just that I've never met another woman pilot before, I tell her, the honesty surprising even myself. I was convinced I was the only one, except for Amelia Earhart and Beryl Markham, that's why I'm going to Sweetwater, to find the others, to belong somewhere. The girl nods, and when our eyes meet, I know she understands. We sit together in silence as the train rattles on, taking us closer to our future. Chapter 2 Her name is Sadie, Sadie from Norman, Oklahoma, and she comes from brains. Both her parents are professors at the University of Oklahoma. She's even gone to college there. She seems to have everything. Smarts, fashionable clothes, two parents. If she wasn't so nice, I'd be jealous to bits. We spend the rest of the train ride talking about airplanes and flight theory. She tells me all about her boyfriend, John, who was flying for the Allied forces, dropping bombs over Germany fighting the Nazis. We met at an air show in Oklahoma City. I took one look at his little Cessna aircraft and was hooked, even before I caught a glimpse of him. He was hooked the minute I beat him in the competition. Never saw a woman fly before me. From that day on, we were inseparable. Until he had to go overseas. He flew in the air raid over Hamburg last July. I wish they'd let us go on missions like that. But until they let us girls go into combat, I guess ferrying planes around the U.S. beats rolling bandages or collecting scrap metal and rubber. Excuse me, ladies. We look up. Two men wearing naval uniforms stand at the door of our compartment. We just thought you both should know that you are the prettiest girls on the entire train. 
and we'd be honored if we can visit with you for a little while. Before we can respond, they each take a seat beside us. The tall one, with a nice face, brown eyes, and dirty blonde hair, is named Paul. The other man, Roger, is a little shorter, with green eyes and deep black hair. So, where are you girls headed? Paul asks, as he slings his arm around Sadie. She quickly moves away. I have a boyfriend, so keep your paws to yourself. What's your story? Roger leans over toward me. Yeah, where are you gals headed? Paul asks again. Are you army nurses? Or do you work in the factories? Roger smiles at me. Sure is great how women are helping out with the war effort, collecting scrap metal and darning socks and such. Sadie raises one eyebrow at me, smiling slyly. We're pilots, she suddenly exclaims.